a new cast link. Who dis? Oh, there he is. Only because you clicked the record button twice. So, hey guys, uh, we're just going to jump on into this. Welcome to episode 165 of... Land Party, which is a podcast by a little website that could call Pixel Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, Antonio. Good morning, Tony. That was Jack Aswell. I am Will. Hello. <laughs> I'm Tristan. I'm Omar. So, guys, let's just jump in. I mean, um, what have you been playing? Have you got to play a lot this week? Um... Yes, but I want to go second because I got to compile my list of all the stuff because I went through quite a few different things. Tony, what did you play? Yeah, what did you play? Let me pull it up here. I have been playing some more Stardew. Uh, I got into the third year, uh, so I am now in winter. Um, This is actually the first time where I was finally able to get the greenhouse Mm -hmm. built, so optimizing that, stuff like that. Um, You know, Stardew is just a phenomenal game pop in pop out you could spend hours you could spend 15 20 minutes you know it's just god that game is so good uh it's crazy because it's the kind of game i never thought i would be into but here we are 100 hours in jesus um yeah man i love that game. that's a solid amount of time you've been putting in there oh, i love that game since it came out on switch i still think that's the best place to play it too unless you don't have a switch and you want to have it mobile pick it up on uh on that there iPhone. I don't know if it is... Um, I don't know if it's only iOS or if it's iOS, Mac, and Apple TV and then an iCloud saves syncs between them. Hmm. Has anybody ever or does anybody ever use their Apple TV for gaming? I did like the first month I tried a couple things but nothing stuck with me because yeah. you had to use a stupid remote. Same. One of the first things I actually got for the TV was that... Uh, Transistor game, I think it was called. Ooh, I, oh, bet that's, that was, I bet that's not good on that remote. No, that's that on Apple TV. That wasn't very far. That wasn't very fun. Hmm. The only, I, you know, the only game I think I downloaded, I downloaded a couple, but the only one I played for not even ten minutes. It's like that was, Crossy uh, Road game. Crossy rather. Road. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I love that game. We can't praise it enough. All of us actually love it. I don't know, if Omar. Omar, do you play it? I do not. Okay. It's not my kind of game. I, I didn't think it was, but it's just so chill. Uh, I also been playing The Witcher 3. Yeah, dude. Witcher 3. <sighs> I'm I'm Is it hmm. is it worth so it I've, to get into it because I have it and I just yes. never never yes. actually started the game. Yes. So I've been flipping and flopping between The Witcher 3 and Dragon's Dogma. Uh it's weird. So I love the world of The Witcher more. It's beautiful, it's colorful, it's vibrant. But there's something about Dragon's Dogma that keeps pulling me back, and I think it's the camaraderie between you and your party of pawns. Um, yeah, but in your in Witcher, you have Roach. And what else do you need? Yeah, that's it. I you guess. can also fast travel. Yeah, I mean, you can fast travel in Dragon's Dogma, which I just found out. Because apparently before in Dragon's Dogma, the only way you could fast travel is with a fairy stone, and they were a one-time use. But in Dark Arisen, they gave you a fairy stone that you can use indefinitely mm. which i did not know i didn't even know it was in my inventory because it doesn't tell you hey you got this stuff in your inventory for having this dlc and stuff like that uh so i've been trekking across the world at night trekking across the world in that game is terrifying mm. because it kind of turns from a open world adventure to a survival game 
especially because the the field that you can see with your uh, lantern is pretty shallow, so shit will just come at you. I don't know. I just I really like both games, but uh, there's just something about Dragon's Dogma that keeps pulling me in. But then it's weird. I guess then I get pulled to The Witcher, so I don't know. I'm having this real well. You've weird got tug of war between I mean, the two. The Witcher is a very different experience from Dragon's Dogma. In you know, I feel like Dragon's Dogma sort of leans a little bit closer to the almost heavier into the RPG. It also like, has a little more of that, that, um, uh, oh God, I just lost the name. Party of it. group. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Too, which I'm really, I really love like, you know, the battle system and combat system and that and climbing up on monsters, taking them down. Right. Um, I've also been playing the Swords of Ditto, which I didn't know, but this game also got a huge like expansion uh, which got rid of permadeath. No. Oh. Um, you could still do permadeath if you do hard mode, but a lot of people... You, know, you remember when... Uh, what was that game we were talking about last week that was so hard on Switch? You play as the little seed? Why can't I think Tumble of it? Tumbleseed? Yes. Remember how everyone said Tumbleseed was, was good, but it was brutally difficult? Yeah. That's what the feedback was on the Swords of Ditto game, because you have to clear out... You have to clear out four dungeons, and then try and beat the boss. And if any time in that you die, you permanently, you know, permadeath, so you lost everything, you had to start completely over. Right. Whereas now, on all the modes except for hard, you'll die, and you'll lose your stickers, and you get stickers. Stickers give you, like, passive abilities, um, magical abilities, stuff like that. You'll lose those, but you'll at least have your sword leveled up, because your sword has its own level as you defeat enemies. Right. Um, so you lose all your abilities and wipe all that, but you keep your, you know, your sword level, which is cool. Um, that game is neat. It's like a, almost if Link to the Past was a roguelite. It's hmm. pretty wild. Um, I remember I played it a couple Talking years ago at PAX. It'll do? No, the Swords of Ditto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was making tea. It's pretty wild. It was, I think, 15 bucks. You know, 15 bucks well spent. It runs phenomenal on Switch, which is good. Um... Yeah, digging that. So I have a question for you guys quick before I pass the torch over. Um, I don't know why, and you're going to laugh because you're like, oh, my God. You hop, <laughs> you, you got, you, you're going to say you hop from game to game just like you guys do, so I don't want to hear it. I do. I have been interested in Final Fantasy Zodiac Age. Mm, I, I you don't play... even know anything about it to tell you. Did you play I... the original 12? No, and I figured you played it. What do you think of it? I think the battle system looks pretty interesting. And I don't know what it is about the, think, the monster types and the world that look interesting to me. I think the fact that you can basically speed up everything in that game because of the like remaster make that a much more enticing thing. Oh really? Um, it was one of those games where like was it one of those games where like animations and everything just dragged on? Yeah, because that's just Final Fantasy. Yeah, okay, true. Um but the idea that you could play that game at a much more rapid pace, um, I think I would be much more inclined to... Re- it's, it's Final Fantasy XII is a good game, for sure. I was I was torn between that or ten, but I, 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 I had ten on PS2. If, if I was going to play a Final Fantasy at this point in life, I would probably play ten, just because I like that classic formula of JRPG. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, if I'm going to dive into something like that, I'm going to wait for Dragon Quest Eleven to come out on Switch. Right. Uh, but Still no date on that, though. No. Uh, maybe hopefully, um, hopefully E3 we hear something. 12 is a neat game, and speeding it up would only help. So I'd mm-hmm. say, like, if you... But also, I think even with speeding it up, it's a pretty hefty time commitment. So, like, 
Yeah. You juggling that and The Witcher and Dragon's Dogma, I feel like that's going to burn you out. Yeah, like I was interested, but the thing is, I'm not. I don't want to spend. I'm not spending fifty bucks on either one of those games right now. Oh, that's both. They're both like remasters. Yeah, they're both fifty. Is that is that is that Switch tax or is it just? Uh, uh, Well, let me double check on that. So, um, give me one sec. I don't want to pull it up on my computer. There's no way that that's fifty on everything. Like that's got to be because Switch, right? Well, I know ten is fifty. 10's 50? Oh, but that's 10 and 10, oh, too, two. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because you can get one or the other for less. Um... <clears throat> the suspense here. It is $49.99. Uh, what, on what? What are you searching? Switch. Oh, yeah, but what is it on other things? Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, it's on everything, right? Yeah. Just for... It's forty nine ninety nine on Steam, too, so that must be just standard yeah, price. It's, it's, yeah, it's the same on PS4. Because the... it came out at the same time for all platforms, I think. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hmm. interested in that, but like you said, I mean, I'm probably not going to pick... I don't want to pick it up because it's 50 bucks, and because I'm kind of into these other two open world action yeah. RPG games right now. So yeah. I was just interested to get your input because I'm, I'm, I, was, I was eyeballing it. it Definitely kept, a good game. Definitely kept, good Final Fantasy story writing, but just yeah. very invested. It just kept sticking out to me. So, what about you guys? Who's next? Uh, I'll Ooh, go. <coughs> um, I've been... This has been sort of the week of, like, return to Xbox for me. Um... Tris knows he's been uh, popping in and out to see what's been going on, but um, <laughs> then his concierge. This week, I uh, I reactivated a little while ago my uh, Xbox Live subscription and my Games Pass subscription because I was like, yeah, screw it, let's do it, let's find out. Are you going to do that bundle, or are you going to buy them separate? Uh, you can no, only I do that right now if you're on sep- the Insiders program. I bought okay. them separate. I think I am on the Insiders program, but I could be wrong about that. It's been a while. See, my thing is you can usually find each membership discounted anyway, so yeah. that's right. Yeah, do. and I did. I got it for a nice discount. It's not. Good. It wasn't the end of the anyway, so I need to find mine expires. I don't know. Um, I, might, I might switch over if I can't find a good bundle. It might be a better idea. But anyway, I... I I had it. They were activated for a couple of weeks, but I hadn't actually booted up my Xbox and done all the updates and like played it because I was like, yeah, I got my PlayStation. And I'm mostly in the Switch world for the moment, so like, why am I doing that? Um, but then Danny said, "Hey guys, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get myself an Xbone," which is uh, questionable. And she did, but she owned one before and traded it in. But which so we're all sort of taking bets whether or not she keeps it. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to play with her while she has one. So she got her Xbox. She set it up. She's going to tell you all about it whenever she joins us again. But um, um, she right now she has a, a voice issue. So hopefully Danny you feel better. Probably um, Danny. Um, she's a little ill. But um, yeah, so we were playing together, and so I booted up my Xbox. I got my Xbox Live going. I got my Games Pass going. And I noticed that they put a whole bunch of new games on Games Pass that I wanted to check out. So I acquired um, uh, a couple that are have been old friends of mine. I played Slime Rancher for a good amount of time on my You've Xbox. You've been playing that like every night. It's very fun. Um, I was inspired again by Omar telling me that he had been going through it. And uh, a couple casts ago, Tony was like, yeah, it's really good. 
uh, and so I picked it back up, started a new save. Um, it, I don't know, will hold me for too long, but I am, I am currently in the throes of playing all the time. Um, the game loop is very fun, but I have a feeling that my attention span will wane soon enough. Uh, but it has given me a couple nights of good, good fun slime wrangling, as it mm-hmm. tends to do. That, that mm-hmm. game's pretty good, just going in and out it, of it, too. You don't need to spend all is, day on yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a nice pop-in, pop-out. Um, mm-hmm. But that has been fun. I've also been playing a little bit of the Wildlands game, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, that game's so good! <laughs> Tristan, Tristan convinced me to pick that up, so I now have that. Um, and we were playing uh, we're, for a little we're bit. We're scooting around, shooting dudes, sneaking. It's pretty snapping. good. It's like it's like it's like GTA Mexico, but uh, way more tactical focused, with an emphasis on sniping dudes and being real quiet instead of just like rocket launchers. But there are rocket launchers, and there are like helicopters with missiles attached to them, uh, and like I just, shit explodes I would all the time. Like to, so I don't know. I would like to point out that. Um, Will's geographical ignorance. It is in Bolivia, which isn't uh, even on the fair. same continent. Yeah. Okay. Mexico, G- okay. GTA Bolivia. Thank there you. you. Um, that's my fault. I will. Cool. I will cop to that. You close-minded colonizer, southerner. <laughs> if I you told me to skip the opening cutscene, so True. whose fault is it that I don't know where the fuck we're playing? True. Anyway, um, we we had some good time on that. We got stuck on one of these missions where. Uh, it's like defend the radio, and turns out uh, I'm not anywhere near good enough to defend the radio. So <clears throat> turns out I didn't realize that I never like, adjusted my HDR settings on my new TV from the last time I played that game, so I couldn't see dudes. shit, and that's why I kept dying. <laughs> oh, because it was too dark. Because <laughs> it was too dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll go back in a little later and play yeah. that. I don't know. We got to get past did you, that. Did mission. you adjust the TV or the in-game? Some some the, games have the in-game, in-game HDR settings. It was yeah. the in-game settings. Yeah, and I never. We got boost. I got to boost it because it was dark as shit. Yeah, I can't focus on your <laughs> yeah. um, but it's fun. I, I've been enjoying that. I was literally relying on muzzle flashes to show me like where bad guys. <laughs> That's were. an inefficient way of shooting people. That's fine. The <laughs> um, the other game I've been playing a lot of is Sea of Thieves. Um, the new update. Like I know, I know we have touched upon this, but just to put another point on it, like as somebody who bought Sea of Thieves and then sort of didn't play it for the last several months to a year slash however long it's been out um is worlds different worlds different and it's free on games pass so if what's you're, that game uh sea of thieves i don't know i don't know anything about it yeah you don't it, tristan wouldn't know so we shouldn't ask him for his opinion but um <laughs> dude they've added harpoons to the front of your boats they've added specialized cannonballs there's like secret pirate hangout levels that you can go to if you're the og pirate lords uh there's volcanoes there's sharks there's oh my god it's huge huge difference um it's fun in a way that the original game was not and i am pleased to go in there and just dick around in a sloop for a little while uh it's the same kind of loot but i i find what they start doing is just sort of tossing you missions like when you're on a mission um, you'll go to an island and you'll get like the first part of a quest and then yeah. all of a sudden after you complete it you put the chest on your boat it's like oh here's part two that just appears with a new map or a new set of clues or whatever um, and sort of you find yourself going where it might just be one chest you were after in the beginning but all of a sudden you found yourself 15 different 
little micro quests, so you don't actually have to go back to base to turn in to get more missions to go back. Yeah, they out. really they really streamline so more video gaming. It's a little They're, bit more yeah. video gaming. Yeah. They streamline the continuity yeah. of that game pretty immensely it's, pretty it's, far back it like, feels like you can just sort of go until you feel like you're nervous about getting looted and then you mm-hmm. make a, a break back but you don't really ever have to touch base again like um, if you don't want to like there's so much extra to do um so you basically can just grab a quest hop in your boat and go and you can be out on the seas for the next couple of hours um which is dope i, I really <coughs> like stuff. it yeah, yeah. I, uh, I dropped I, in. Will yeah, dude, a, you scared uh, the shit out of me. Will, I, had a, Will had a solo <laughs> sloop going the other night, and I dropped in unannounced, and he thought that I was like... Uh, I thought you were some random player because I didn't see your name tag, so I was like, oh, shit, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to go. Uh, and so I jumped on the boat, and I was like, oh, shit, I grabbed the wrong boat. I grabbed this dude's boat because he's got sails and like a nice uh, I started customizing deck. the boat because I wanted to show off for Will, and he like yeah. got all scared and like I set sail. I, I stole like, oh. your boat, and I was booking it out of there, and then all of a sudden you popped up on the fucking deck. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there you in the customize. The I'm sitting there in the customization menu, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, the ship's too far away to keep customizing. Get it closer. And then I turn around, and he's like frantically sailing away. I'm like, what? What? What's going on? And so I catch a mermaid and go teleport to the boat, and he like loses what his shit, hell? thinking I'm a bad pirate. I'm just sitting there playing I music. I somehow magically teleported from the island to my boat, and I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. You took a mermaid to get to the boat. Yeah, because yes, yeah. uh, if you get abandoned by your party, uh, or if the boat's too far away because you got left or, or something happened or you died, like it gives you a quick you. TP back to your boat. Basically, a mermaid will pop up in the surface of the water and show a big plume of smoke so Which you can see Which is also really anywhere. helpful if you get knocked off your boat by a cannonball, but you didn't yeah. put the anchor down and the boat's still sailing, it helps you yeah. get back it'll to just your te- it'll, it'll teleport you back to your boat. It's yeah. basically a way of you not still, screwing like, you it takes over. A couple, it takes about 30 seconds. It takes a pretty good... Yeah, and if you're in like a frantic battle, like you might lose your stuff real quick. But it's it is it's a good assistive tool, right? Well, mermaids crazy. be mermaids be bros. But I didn't realize because I it's, was trying to activate my solo quest, uh, and it was like you voted for your quest, but you can't do anything about it. And I was like, something's broken. Let me go. Let me go get like a trade ship mission. So I went back to the dock, get a trade ship mission, and that didn't work. So I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I saw you on the on the surface. And I was like, oh no, maybe I've lo- waited too long. Maybe I left myself open. Yeah, it's because I joined the crew, and it was like. We both have to vote on it now. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't give me any notification that you had joined my crew, which perhaps is a failing of the game. <laughs> I think they should leave it just the way it is. I don't know. You scared, the sh- you scared the shit out of me. It was great. Anyway, Sea of Thieves, mad good. Going to play some more. Uh, also been playing Cuphead because I bought that a long time ago. Just booted it back up. Finally passed the first island. Um, I am now onto the second island in Cuphead. Bet you all didn't know there are multiple islands in Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is carnival based and it is real hard. It is even harder than the first one. Am mad, very tilted. I have to go back in and continue playing, but I put that down. Also poked into Hellblade because it's free on Games Pass. Hellblade sent to a sacrifice. Okay, I will. Setsuna. Setsuna. I played. I played probably two hours worth. An hour and a half, two hours. Um, um, plot. Very heavy, enjoyable. I like where the story is going. Like, I kind of get the idea. Um, I made it to the fire boss in the story. So if you sort of know where that is, you sort of plot around... 
um, fighting ghost dudes, and then you get into the fire realm before you can go through to actually cross the gate of the damned. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fire realm is where I decided to throw in the towel. Um, it is not that it's too hard. It is that the lack of narrative description of what sort of the focus is doesn't vary enough. So, like, um, the objective of each sort of boss, the way I gather it is, at least the Fire Realm, is, okay, you find a gate, you can't go through, you have to find the totem, touch the totem, then the whole world is on fire, and you have to make it through the gate before uh, you suffocate to death from fumes. And you might also have to fight a couple of ghost dudes in the way uh, to get there. But in order to unlock the fire gate or to get to the fire gate, you often have to line up things with your vision. And I guess the biggest issue I have with the game is I don't particularly care for the minigame where it's like, find this shape in the world and look at it hard um, to like make the symbols appear in your mind. It's an interesting mechanic. Uh, It tells an interesting story about this young woman and her sort of plight to find her dead love and sort of free his soul from the nether realm. But uh, I found the gameplay wasn't engaging enough to hold me. And I think that isn't necessarily... I don't want to let the game off the hook and say it's not the game's fault. It kind of is the game's fault. I don't know that I like the way that they took the direction. Um, so I ended up uninstalling it, uh, I'll say. But um, interesting. I, it did inspire me to want to go play God of War because I thought that that was a better use of my time with um, that kind of story. So I'm going to do that this weekend. Did but, you, so did you play God of War? Um, no, I'm going to do it this weekend. I, but I did reinstall it on my PlayStation so I can go back and play that. I okay. watched that uh, I staged documentary. It. it was really good. The God of War documentary? Yeah, and they uh, they didn't really hold anything back. They were talking about the studio closure and oh. sacrifices that had to be made that yeah. were made for the game. and The sake of the was, story. It was pretty good. That sounds. Um, like, I probably should watch that. It, lo- it sounds like a pretty good... There were, there were a lot of parallels between parenting decisions and mistakes in the game and then, you know, those those same things with the people making the game the crew and stuff it was um right it was good i liked it i put it on the background while i did stuff because it's two hours long right um, right right, right. It, it was good to have in the background while you're doing something pop up look at it for a bit you know mm-hmm. but i liked it i think um yeah maybe i'll check that out because it was good and i definitely do want to play uh more of that realm like the whole the whole aspect of um playing within the realm of the gods and like going to uh helheim and um like that's fascinating to me like that lore is is amazing and i really enjoyed the story aspects but the gameplay do you think we get another god of war on uh ps4 dude i hope so but i don't think so i don't Uh, i would love that it's gonna be i think it's gonna be mid a couple years into ps5 yeah honestly Okay. I think if not if not mid PS5, and they're gonna want to they're gonna want to make it as good as the first one, and this one was top tier, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game took around five years. Um, granted, they went through a lot of shit then, but I still yeah. feel like they're gonna take their time with it. I would agree. Um, I did also play a little Dead Cells. Uh, Danny convinced me last time, so I did acquire that. 
Um, it's very good. It's got a it's got a nice sort of run through um, just one more run kind of expansion feel where every time you go through you get a little better you figure out a little bit more about the way the game runs um you get more effective about conserving your health um enjoyable i do i do like it i will be playing more of that i i picked it up for switch which i think it it runs really well on and i'm just still trying to figure out how to start with better weaponry I don't entirely know how to do that yet, but it may be that I have to unlock some more stuff, and I haven't done that yet. So uh, we're going to see, but it's very fun. I'm I'm continuing continuing to get wrecked in that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's about me. Tris, what you been playing? Uh, some Sea of Thieves. Um, really digging that update. It's just fun to get out. I played some Arena for the first time last night, but I got kind of a bum game. Steve and I joined a game that was, like, mm. almost over, and the our teammates that we got thrown in with, like, they weren't talking, and... Then they quit round two, so it was just us on a galleon, and it was that's just kind too of much. A, yeah, was two people a on a galleon is hard to manage. You have to really have a you have to have a very communicative full group to just right out of the gate in order to make that that game work. Um, yeah, that seems more like a squad up kind of example uh, gameplay. Yeah, um, I'm pulling up my list. Yeah, you came in, scared the shit out of me, and see if thieves. I did that. That was awesome. We played Wildlands. Uh, we did play Wildlands. Yeah, that game's cool. Um, we'll talk about it in the news, but they actually revealed a new one. Oh. Um, which actually looks really, really cool. I did not um, know that. Yeah. I like that game. It's fun. It's, it's. I really like Splinter Cell games, and this is clearly like the closest thing we have to a Splinter Cell on, on current gen. Um, I'm, I would I'm love very another excited time. I would for... love another Splinter Cell. Yeah. Um... I think there are a couple in Games Pass, aren't there? They well, I don't know that they're in Games Pass, but they're like mad mad discounted. Yeah. <clears throat> Check that Xbox app. Is that all you've been playing? Um, no, that's not all I've been playing. Sorry, I'm just pulling up my list. Um, okay. I played some Tetris '99 last night. Did you get um, that paid update? I haven't got the paid update. I probably will be mm. getting the paid update. Um. For everybody that doesn't know, they've they released a they call it the Big Block DLC for ten ten bucks, and what you get with it is the ability to play offline mode. Um, oh, that's big. It is big, yeah. And you can also do um, there's like a regular just marathon mode, and there's like a, against AI, so it's basically like simulating the regular Tetris ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. I don't know. If, I. I I have so many other ways to play Tetris offline yeah, that maybe I don't need to spend $10 on it. Like Puyo Puyo Tetris? Yeah, exactly. I have Puyo Puyo Tetris already installed. So, like, if I wanted to do that, I could just do that. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that may, that's a good point because the whole, the whole draw of Tetris 99 yeah. is playing online. Yeah. But in the eShop, they have another big block DLC that's scheduled to come out in December. So, I'm curious what they're going to add for that. Um I sort of hope it's more, you know, I, I think Tetris 99 is an awesome Battle Royale game, but I do sort of miss that small versus mentality at times of, of just being able to, you know, go up against, you know, three or four dudes. Um, I don't know if I've just got, I don't want to toot my own horn. I don't know if I've gotten better at Tetris 99, 
or maybe I just stopped playing long enough for the people that are on par with me to outrank me and I need to catch back up, mm. or if I was just playing when the Japanese people were asleep. <laughs> uh, but I was I won like I won like three matches in a row last night, which I've never won that many in a row. Um, so it was really nice. So I'm gonna keep playing that. They're doing the reason that I was playing it uh, is when next. Did the Pokemon movie come out there? Good call. I don't know. Wow. I was gonna say Pokemon's huge. Maybe a bunch of people watch Pokemon. Yeah. Not being racist, being true. No, definitely um, not. Everyone definitely loves not Pokemon. racist. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, well, I was not trying to be like racist with my with my comment about Japanese. <laughs> no, no, no. no, they, no but no. they're like the the, the <laughs> Japanese player player crowd in that game is absolutely insane, and oh, they, they will destroy. Just, they destroy in like every game. I, I think that knowing how to do multiple T spins is like a rite of passage in Japan or something, because they come in and just dominate <laughs> me every time, and it's very frustrating. Um, but yeah, so the reason that I was doing that was because next weekend they're doing a uh, one of those like events where you get uh, battle coins when you when you win, and instead of giving away eShop credit, they're doing if you get a hundred points, they're giving you a free theme that makes the game look like the original Game Boy Tetris. Oh, that's cool. So I'm gonna hop into that and try and you know get that hundred points. Shouldn't be that terrible. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. That'd be fun. Um, <clears throat> I also jumped into Fallout 76 again. Oh, why? Well, did you trip and fall into it? Is that what you mean by fall into it? <laughs> no, no, he I played a little bit. I purposely installed it because um, you already you bought it a while ago, right? Did I you buy it bought it before it came out, man. Yeah, and I that's bought right. it digital. But it's I'm just sorry. I, I so bad. Right? Sorry. I like. I really like the Fallout formula. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, you know, the gameplay of Fallout is something I find very enjoyable and entertaining and immersive. Um, and this game is just something that I continually try to give the benefit of the, the doubt. It's come a long way for sure. I think last time I loaded it up was probably last year sometime. Did you, did you check out any of the... I, I, the they released an update where now you can uh, run your own... Like vendor stand. So I actually started. Did you a, try that? <clears throat> no, I started a full new character because oh, okay. I was like, I didn't remember anything that was going on in the story or my progression or anything. So I was like, you know, screw it. So right oh, now, you really, you really tried to give it. A, a second I'm go. really trying to give it a they second go, go, and I've been going into it a, a little bit every day. Um, and like I said, it is better. I still don't think it's worth it if you aren't already on board or you're not super. Yeah. Di- it's just the way that game flows is obviously meant to be a multiplayer game and it's meant to be a encourage you to pay microtransactions game which sucks mm-hmm. um but you know, i really liked four and and that's the thing i was like if you have four i kind of just maybe would say play that unless you want the fallout 76 experience like and granted the map in fallout 76 is very beautiful it's it's fun to explore it just still feels a little very empty, um, and well, I'm sure it has that that Anthem dilemma right now, where like Anthem is a beautiful game and it's fun to explore, but there's nobody playing, so it's a barren wasteland, literally. <clears throat> well, it hasn't been. I mean, there sure it, it's is, not, it's it is not a barren wasteland. Um, Hopefully, they they've definitely shrunk the servers because I haven't had an issue getting into games or have people populated in games. But the problem is, hmm. there's only 16 people to a map, and with the size of that map... Oh, that's not many. The size of that map, unless you are 
either trying to group up to do events or you just happen to funnel into each other at specific choke points, the chances of you running into somebody is pretty slim, which I, I kind of like that. You know, that is what Fallout feel is to me, is, is that feeling of isolation and, and just being desolate unless you're in, uh, you know, coming across a random settler or coming into a colony where there people are, are survivors. Like, that, that is what Fallout's all about. And that part's fine, but for a game that is multiplayer-focused, like, eh. It's weird because they gave up so much of the yeah. components that people love to make a multiplayer, but then they don't populate it with enough people where it's almost like it's single player, but instead of NPCs, it's populated with people. And I have no chance kind of, of getting mm. enough people to make a party to play that game because there's not enough people playing that game. So it's like, I'm trying to play this, I'm trying to play this multiplayer oriented game alone, which you totally can. It totally lets you do that, but it just doesn't feel as engaging as like a focused on single player Fallout experience did. I would, be, I would be interested to pick it up, but you've done everything you can to not sell me on it. And honestly, I'd rather play Sea of Thieves with you guys. Honestly, dude, yeah. Fallout, I think. Honestly, unless you came across it for... If you saw it for 20 bucks, and so hard to do. you... Yeah, if you saw... I would say it's a good $20 game, you know? Okay. It's, it's a good $20 game, and... Is that what it's going for now? I have no idea what it's going you for now. You could probably find it used 20 somewhere. I, I have no idea. Search eBay. Um, probably, they'll probably give you $20. <laughs> I don't know it, about it, that. It definitely I don't want to look at this. It makes me angry. It definitely runs a lot smoother than it used to. That being said, good. it still has a lot of that Bethesda annoying glitchiness. Yeah, you posted um, some... Were those your gifts? Yeah. From, well, it was that video that I posted was Yeah, me. dude, that was yeah. hilarious. There was this ghoul that was, like, stuck in the I'm dead animation. So it was <laughs> oh, just... That was crazy. It was that, just that, sliding... Was that you? Yeah, yeah. It, it was just sliding oh. across the ground coming at me. And, like, I couldn't shoot it unless I hit it directly in the head. So it was, like, following me around the map and, and doing damage to me, even though it's not doing an animation. And then, finally, like, I pulled out a headshot on it and it just died. But it was... I thought that was a reshare. That no. was that was hilarious. I could yeah. I just couldn't tell what game it was at first either. Awkward, yeah. Oh it was, my god. Yeah, I don't know, man. That game. I, I I just I love Fallout so much that I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I just don't know how much is there. And I'm super curious to see what kind of attention they give to it at E3 this year. Mm, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, are they doing a live show this year? Mm, not sure. I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything yet. I feel like Todd Howard would be absolutely crazy to go on stage with that on his shoulders this year. Yeah. I kind of feel like they're going to do a video presentation like they did two years ago when they did that like, theme park thing. That in that mobile Skyrim. Yeah. Blades of yeah, Blades is bad and Fallout. Did you play, Bla did you play That's Blades? That's officially out, right? I, I played Blades when it came out in early access, and it was so egregious. Like It was started off uh -huh. cool, but it was just so egregiously free-to-play that it was... You, get, you can only open, like, one chest at a time, and you have to wait forever to open another. Talk about walls, dude. It was bad. Um, I don't know why they make games just, like that. Like, that shit is really a good idea. And it's like, like, I'll never they, understand they it. Put you in these, it they put you in these dungeons, which, yeah, they look like Elder Scrolls dungeons, but they don't, but play like it. They don't have any sense of exploration. They're just long hallways, basically. Mm -hmm. And the combat sucks. And, yeah, don't play that. That, game's, that game's trash. Is that what you've been playing, buddy? Uh, I played some Smash. Oh, yeah. we, all, we, all, we all know what Smash is, so I don't need to talk I about that. But 
watch Bromar? I think that's all I played, yeah. Uh, well, I've been a very simple boy these last few weeks. <laughs> ben? As, as in you, as I, one time weren't simple? That's right, one time. It's one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of Slime Rancher. Yeah. Just popping it's, in and out. It's very good. It I is. want a sequel. I want a sequel with like a proper story and animated... Like, I don't know. I like the Slam, Slime Rancher bonus. Con- I mean, like, there's new. You can do yeah, the, the DLC with the racing. The stuff. racing game. Yeah. It's oh, fun. Oh, dude, it's cool. Yeah. You it's, just. It's a whole other island and everything. Yeah. It's wild. I just. I'm excited because. I like it, that there's it, maps now. It did so well. I think they can do a proper sequel that they didn't have the team or the budget to do before, which excites me. I want a lot more slimes. Yeah, I want more variety yeah. and stuff. Anyway, anyway, I, I could talk forever. Oh. Keep going. Uh, but I was able to find two new slimes on my quests. Uh, the crystal yeah. slime and the, what is it, like a honeycomb slime? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a honeycomb slime. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. It gets, that's what I'm saying. I got to a point where I, I felt like I, had, I peaked at what I was doing in the game. Um, and I kind of stopped playing for a little bit. And then I decided, <laughs> let me just stop ranching so much and just go out and explore and see what else I can find. Because you need to get, get other things in order to craft anything in that game. Did you get the mm-hmm. bundle slimes yet? Yeah, I have a group of three because oh. I know you can only have three have... In, a, in a pond. Ah, but did you unlock the little area by the docks with the waterfall? Yes. So fun fact, if you put a uh, rubber ducky in there, you can have, I think, five in there and they don't get shy and stuff. Oh, I do have a rubber ducky, but yeah. I didn't know that's what yeah, it yeah, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in the, you can eventually make a pool and in the pond, I think well, it's a pond, yeah. in the pond, I think you can put four. Yeah. Oh, but you can okay. get like beach balls, rubber duckies. Every every slime type has their own like toy right. that keeps them like entertained and not agitated and happy. Yeah, I gave my explosion yeah. ones the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get some uh, more for everybody, but it's yeah, game. it is really good game. Um, Wish it came to Switch. The one thing I'm running into right now that's kind of a problem is I have a lot of the same plorts. Mm-hmm. And they're just starting to overrun each other, and it's it's a little for my OCD. It's a bit much. I can't just see things everywhere on the floor and all that kind of stuff. Did you get the you get the auto collector? No, because you have to build that thing, don't you? You just pay well, yeah, for it in to, the in the pen. To, oh no, I'm not talking about to. I'm not talking about the pen. I'm not talking about within the the oh oh because okay. even that at this point is getting filled up. That's what I mean. Like there, that thing is at a hundred max, and then there's just shit all over the floor. You got to deposit them in the bank. I have a lot, is what I'm trying to tell you guys. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to sell. So you. what? What I hear? What I hear? Omar saying is, I'm sitting you on a gold mine. Yeah, but why don't you shit about it? And dude, I funnel those every morning. I, I go in. I do too. I, I either funnel them into traps. and get get God, money you for it. Such an inef- you're such an inefficient farmer. I go and I put them into the machine so that I can start building stuff. What I want to get to the point. Wait, there's a machine. Yeah, so in the so yeah, the science lab behind your base, the actual house that you live in, there when you unlock it, I think it's like ten thousand coins. There's um, it's like it's, a slime it's called laboratory. The yeah, some kind of lab. You didn't wait. You you didn't unlock the observatory, will? No, dude. That's where like the whole second half of the game is at. Yeah, I didn't. You, I didn't unlock that's that. Where, that's later. where. You, that's where you unlock all kinds of stuff, and you build all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. you got to unlock that observatory, dude. Where is that? It's behind, it's behind your base. I just said it. I just, just said, said it. He did. I know. Oh. He doesn't. He doesn't fucking listen. I wanted both get of you to say it. Get ten thousand gold and unlock that shit. Because <laughs> that's a time sink. For yep. the unversed, how how long does it take for someone to just get ten thousand gold? I mean, if you're Probably Omar, three, it might take four you hours. like 
until the time PS10 came if you, out. No, actually, if you, because I had a lot, it didn't take me very long at all. <laughs> uh, if you play, if you're playing probably, I don't know, I can average maybe 3,000, 4,000 in a quote-unquote day cycle of the yeah. game. So, I mean, it like... It depends on what you're unlocking. It depends on maybe, what plorts you have. It depends on the plort market. Two or three hours. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've also realized the more plorts that you give in, the more that those plorts go down. So, like, everything there's, I have is always going down. Yeah, it's like the stock market. Yeah. There's eventually uh, a thing you can unlock where, like, every, every... It'll randomly give you two times the amount of plorts you deposit. Oh. Yeah. Like, not, if not all plorts, but, like, if you put in ten plorts, maybe two of them will give you double. All right. Yeah, there's a bunch of little upgrades. Oh, well, by the way, if you give yeah. them... If you so if you go in your slime pedia, you can actually look and see what the favorite food of your slimes mm-hmm. are. And if oh, you yeah? if you combine them too, like if you get a a, a big slime, uh-huh. you can take either one of their favorites. So if you have like a cat slime and a rock slime, you can choose either one of their favorites and they'll still like it, and you'll get double the plort per eat. If that makes sense. Oh, so that's wow. so that's. I thought Will knew a lot more than he did. No, nope. that's how I've been getting wow. so many plorts, though, and that's why I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I, it, it's overwhelming. I have maybe ten pens full of mm-hmm. things, and they're just they're overrun. Like mm-hmm. I have tons of pink plorts at this point, um, tons of cats, tons of rocks. I even have tons of uh, of the radioactive, the rad ones. Yeah, it's just it's out of control. Hey, Omar. Yeah. Maximize yeah. those plots. What else have you been playing? Honestly, dude, that's it. <laughs> that's, <all laughs> that's really been it, man. It's just been a lot of slime Sweet. rancher on and off. You know what we're gonna do now? News. Roll on into the news. In the world of PlayStation, Sony's announced two new PSVR bundles releasing May 31st for $299. Both bundles are going to feature some highly anticipated PSVR games. So there's a Blood and Truth and Everybody's Golf VR bundle. That comes with the headset, the camera, uh, the latest PSVR demo disc. There's three of them. They're all free on PSN. Two Move controllers and a copy of Blood and Truth on Blu-ray as well as a digital voucher for Everybody's Golf VR. There's also going to be True Receives the Universe and Five, Five Night at Freddy's VR bundle. That also comes with a headset, camera, both games, the demo disc, and two move controllers. It's a pretty sweet deal. Um, I, I'm assuming it's the newest SKU, which means that it's a little bit lighter. Um, and you also can do HDR pass-through if you have HDR TV. That's the one thing that annoys me about mine is it does not have HDR pass-through. But to be honest with you, I don't really play my PS4 anymore unless it's VR. So, it, I mean, it's not the end of the world. But, I mean, if you're in the market for VR and you don't want to spend $1,000 on a, uh, a Valve Index or even 400 on a standalone hmm. uh, and you have a PS4 or you can pick a PS4 up for 200 or less, not a bad deal. Um, especially because it comes with everything you need, sand, you know, except for the PS4. It's a decent deal, actually. Um, it is. Sony Santa Monica's documentary covering the five-year development of God of War is now on YouTube. Um, I dug it. It was pretty good. Two hours. You can even put it in the background, listen to it. Um, you don't really have to visually see what's going on. Um, PlayStation Now has been updated with a bunch of games. Uh, they're all listed on the on the, on the Pixelator website. Um, but just to call out a couple, you get Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance, Ultimate Edition, uh, Brawl Out, Batman Arkham Knight. There's a bunch of them. Um, 
Speaking of online subscription services mm-hmm. on PS4, EA announced that EA Access will arrive this summer on Sony's platform. It's kind of funny. Like we're at the tail end of PS4's lifespan, and this service that Xbox has had since the service came out is now available on Sony's system. I gotta wonder what the sales <clears throat> numbers for them have been, so that this makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have EA Access. I mean, it's a good deal. It's five bucks a month if if you love a lot of their games, which I do not. That's a pretty killer deal. Um, but for me, the extra five for Games Passes. Yeah, okay. I think Games Pass is the what, better overall deal. What's the? Do they have the offerings listed anywhere? On their website, mm-hmm. uh, if you ju- uh, just type EA Access, and you can, it'll show you the whole list of games. Um, you also get. To play I would assume games that early. I couldn't just like. I, I, isn't it like you get a discount on new games? Like Anthem doesn't come out, and you just get access to it. You yeah, get, you get access. You to get it, access then, to about over fifty games, and then you get a ten percent off of new digital purchases as they release. And you can try games. You can do like early trial for games that are going to come out. I mean, it's a pretty cool idea, but for me, EA doesn't have enough stuff that I would want to subscribe to. Whereas Games Pass has such a wide variety of stuff. I'm not a sports game player, so that doesn't make sense for me. The one thing that is cool with EA, though, is it's their games, so the likelihood of them pulling any one of those is going to be pretty slim. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Sony wrapped up their latest Nintendo Direct-style conference called State of Play, and they announced a couple things. So this goes to Danny. Uh, Iceborne, which is a big expansion coming from Monster Hunter World, Mm -hmm. Uh, it reminds me of Frozen Wilds in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, It takes place on the mountains, super cold looking, lots of really cool monsters. Uh, That releases September 6, 2019. No word on price. Um, I've been kind of teetering on going back to that game a bit, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm in this weird thing where I'm just kind of jumping around. When does that come out? Uh, the expansion comes out on September 6th. How much is it? No word on price yet. Mm. Monster Hunter World, I'm pretty sure, is on Games Pass also. It is. is. Yeah. Because that was a big, like, Tristan and I were like, oh, wow. I debated downloading it, but then I realized I don't really care for that kind of game, so. It's pretty cool. I mean, I would check it out for free. Yeah. I like I like um, that game quite a bit. It's uh, I've never really played any, but it's also Hunters, but that one's pretty good. It's a game that you have to a have people to play with and b commit to playing it pretty regularly. Yeah, that's super not a gr- super grind. That's, that's not a thing, thing that I have time for. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I stopped. Um, a new multiplayer dungeon crawler called Riverbond was announced and features playable characters from indie games like Bastion, Shovel Knight, and Enter the Gungeon. Uh, it arrives later this summer. And it's like a hack and sl- it's a multiplayer hack and slash like shooter, uh, and it reminds me a lot of 3D dot game heroes, mm-hmm. um, but multiplayer dungeon crawly. It's What's it for? pretty cool. Riverbond. Well, I, I feel like it's something. Well, it's only for PS4 at least at the moment. I think uh, gotcha. when it comes out, but I think it's something you and I might dive into mm-hmm. one day. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment showed a CG trailer. I hate I hate CG trailers for games. Uh, they showed a CG trailer for Predator Hunting Grounds, which is set to release in 2020. It's an online asymmetrical shooter that pits fire teams against predators, so it kind of sounds like Evolve, but with Predator name. So it's like Death by, Dead by Daylight or whatever? Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it or does. Friday the 13th? Okay. Yeah. Um, this was pretty big. This there, was I mean, there's, there's definitely a... Uh, audience for that type of game, you know, yeah. people like I don't understand how because I never hear anybody actually talking about the game. But Dead by Daylight always has like one of the top view counts on Twitch, like consistently. Yeah. It's weird. 
Uh, Medieval's getting a remake uh, that will be available October 25th, right before Halloween. A lot of people are, seem to be pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, they announced a game called The Way, which is a survival series where players control various animals and they battle against each other in nature as well as against natural disasters. <clears throat> Sounds familiar. To like, survive yeah. and find their way to their sanctuary. Unlicensed um, Pokemon. Yeah, uh, a limited edition PS4 and Steel Gray called PS4 Days of Play was revealed. It actually looks pretty wild. I can't tell if it's... It's probably a plastic that looks like steel, and it's not like thin steel, but it looks it looks pretty cool, to be honest with you. And it comes with a matching DualShock 4 controller. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off a trailer with more gameplay from Final Fantasy VII Remake and said they will show and announce more in June at E3. Well, likely E3. Um, that game looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They showed a little bit of gameplay. It looks pretty wild in the trailer. Um, moving on to Nintendo. Uh, they added three new games to the NES online app. Donkey Kong Jr., Clue Clue Land, mm. and Versus Excitebike. Hmm. Um, Man, eh. I really hope that at E3 they have something to say about that service improving. That'd be yeah. nice. I mean, they've been talking about upping that service to appeal to more people so you know i I, hear something i played river city ransom with steve um online like last week and that was a good time but i just feel like they could be doing so much more with it oh they could be yeah like i said i mean i I pretty much got it just for the game saves the cloud saves Mm -hmm. just because you never know what could happen with that system um, Nintendo revealed their plans for E3 2019. We can expect a Nintendo Direct. It'll be June 11th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, it says it's going to focus entirely on new software and offer a look at game schedule to launch 2019. I haven't looked uh, at the schedule, but is that are they the first of the big three to have a show then? I didn't. I didn't look either. I'm mm. not 100 sure. Um, but their 2019 lineup is actually looking pretty solid so far. You get you're going to get Super Mario Maker 2. Fire Emblem 3 Houses, Astral Chain, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Dragon Quest 11S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Animal Crossing for Switch, Damon X Machina, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh, it looks like they're actually the one of the last. It's, uh... Do, do, do. EA is first on June 8th, and then Microsoft is June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. And then Bethesda is June 9th at 8.30 Eastern. And then Ubisoft is on the 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And then Square Enix is uh, 9 p.m. Eastern on June 10th. And then Pokemon is actually the last one, um, June 11th at 12 p.m. Eastern. They don't have anything listed for Sony yet because Sony like, pulled out and they're doing their own thing. Right. Mm. I'm curious what kind of presents... I mean, obviously, they won't have a presence on the show floor, but I can't imagine they would waste the advertising opportunities. This is when media is paying attention, you know? So it's like, they, they have to do something. I'm wondering if they're going to do, like, an E3 state of play. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart Wii sold five times as many copies as Mario Kart 8 uh, for Wii U in this past fiscal year. Makes sense. Yeah. That poor system. So underrated. Uh, take this with a massive grain of salt, but EB Canada has listed Biomutant as coming to Switch. Mm. I I 
I it, don't it hasn't see come that. out for anything yet, has it? Not it's yet, just no. adding it's, it to it the... It was pre-alpha at PAX, and it played really well. I liked it. Um, is I it, mean, I could uh, see it. It's a good game. It's unreal, right? It's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's another reason why I'm like, it could happen. I mean, that system has pulled off in more insane games than that. It's just... I just can't believe the stuff that they're pulling out of, squeezing out of five-year-old hardware like that. I'm, I'm more interested to see what that game becomes, period, yeah. and to see where it lands right now. Because mm-hmm. I didn't love what I played at PAX, so I don't know. Uh, three months ago, Devil May Cry boss, uh, I'm going to try and not get this wrong, uh, Hidakai Itsuno. Teased that if Smash fans wanted to see Dante make an appearance in the series, his franchise would have to come to Switch first. And what do you know, but the original Devil May Cry has been announced for Switch coming out later this summer, which is having a lot of fans speculate if he will be a DLC character in Smash later. I don't think, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think if we get one with, if we get a Capcom character in Smash... I would love to say it's Beautiful Joe, but I know that's not the case. Oh, uh, oh that I think would be it amazing. Would, I think it would be. I think it would be uh, Leon Kennedy or Claire Redfield. Yeah, mm, you're probably right yeah. about that. Uh, I only had one thing for Xbox. Microsoft teased Minecraft AR with the uh, promise to share more details May 17th, uh, which just happens to be the 10th anniversary of Minecraft. <laughs> which is crazy to think that Minecraft is one game that's been around for 10 years and is still wildly popular. Not many games have that kind of staying power. And vast, Granted, there's a lot of updates, but still. Vastly different than the original, but yes. Yeah. They, yeah. they have also distanced themselves significantly from the original creator. Oh, yeah, he wasn't even invited to anything, yeah. Good. They removed his name from the credits. Yeah, man. Yep. Which is, like, yeah. sort of a big deal if you think about it, but, I mean, you well, have to... Really... His name's in the credits, but it's not on the title card anymore. Yeah, you, right. have to, you have to mess up real hard to have that happen to you with your own IP. Yeah. Uh, Do you? Industry. Well, unless, like... you're, unless you're Kojima and you get screwed, so I guess I, that's... Yeah, I was say, Kojima didn't do anything, and he got scrubbed. Kojima yeah, got did. fucked. Uh, industry you, news. Uh, a massive new expansion is coming to Elder Scrolls Online on June 4th called... Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Elsewhere? Elsewhere. I guess. That's Else, what it looks like, elsewhere. actually. Elsewhere, yeah. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Uh, to to help hype the upcoming release, Wait. Bethesda decided whoa, to create. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That Devil May Cry that's coming to Switch is just Devil May Cry One. It's not that HD trilogy that came out on nope. Xbox 360. No, just just one. It's just the first one. Fuck off, Capcom. I know. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna release all three. That's potentially one at a well, time. Well, actually, they bullshit. released at sixty dollars, so we're gonna go ahead and re-release them at sixty dollars. We're gonna release it at fifty. We find it's a really good deal. It's a great deal. You save a, great deal. a whole $10. The best deal. I bet best they're deal. doing that bullshit where they're like, well, uh-huh. we'll put more games on Cat Switch if you yeah, buy exactly. this one. It's such, if that's such garbage. Buy the first one and maybe we'll be inclined to give you the second. Yeah. That's what gonna do talk about sure. like dangling bait yeah. out there to boost sales. Yeah. The only, I, the only I, I guarantee you that Resident Evil 4 is going to make them boats of money on Switch. So that's good. But 100%. I would say... Unless you fucking love Devil May Cry, maybe don't buy it. Just on, just buy Bayonetta. That's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to hype the upcoming release, Bethesda decided to create their own pen and paper adventure set in the Elder Scrolls universe. The problem is that it appears to borrow heavily from a popular D and D campaign called The Black Road. 
Uh, once Bethesda found out, they uh, immediately pulled the campaign and are investigating the source. Mm, As if they're not messing things up enough already for themselves. Uh-oh. So now they're being accused of plagiarism. I mean, um, that can happen to anybody, but uh-oh. Yeah, but I mean, there's screenshots where it's like near identical. They just changed a couple things around. Very small things. Did mm-hmm. they commission Philip Mewson for it? Zing. <laughs> that was a good one. I forgot about that guy's name. Oh, what a Dude, loser. He's uh, <laughs> tried a couple times to make like a comeback on his YouTube channel. And every time he posts a video, like he gets ratioed so hard. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's like a like a small dedicated group of people who are like, of course. "Thank you for," and then other people are like, "Fuck you! You waited a year to admit what you did and apologize. You can eat dick." Yeah, and it's oh my god, that whole thing is. That's funny, huh? Um, after trying for months to gain approval and monetize PUBG in China, publisher Tencent has decided to pull the game. And instead, release something else entirely, entirely that looks very similar. Uh, and the game is titled "Game Game for Peace," and it has to do with Chinese military and all that fun stuff and how they're awesome. So, is it going to be allowed in China or blocked in China? That game is in China. PUBG is not. No. Yeah. Uh, when the Twitter account for Cyberpunk 2077 posts anything. It whips friends into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. This week, the account simply posted, Soon, my friend. Soon. Which led many to believe a, re- a release date for the title was set for this year. Mm-mm. LOL. But in actuality, it was a lot more boring than that. The tweet was meant to coincide with CD Projekt Red's opening of a new merch store and to promote the fact that merchandise was available for a game that no one has played yet. Mm. I mean... Buy merchandise for this game in this world that you know nothing about. CD Projekt Red, well, we do know at least an hour's worth, but yeah. I will say um, most things that CD Projekt Red does, I am inclined to support. Same with Team I, Cherry. I want that Cyberpunk. Same. So bad. I do too, dude. So and bad. I know, like, even if it's disappointing at launch, I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to play it. It's going to be oh, great. I don't know about all that. I'm going to buy it. If it gets terrible, no, no publisher or developer is above. They're not. Failure. I know. You know, I you agree. don't have to look any further than Fallout seventy six or Star Fox Zero to see that, or you know, Halo Five. Like, even the greatest are totally capable of fucking up super hard. But everything that I've seen of this game, yeah, mm-hmm. like th- that's the thing with this game is we've seen yeah, ample we've seen amounts of, of gameplay. gameplay so unless that was completely curated to pull the shades over our eyes, which is entirely possible, I guess, it seems like this game is is in line with what they're saying it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact about that. So in the God of War documentary, they said it took them about a year, year and a half to get that 10-minute demo for E3. And then afterwards, Corey Bar- Borlaug... Uh, Barlog was like, how the hell are we going to scale this to an entire game? Oh, really? They did and that was, before they did the rest freak, of the game? He was freaking out. Uh, and they're like, okay, cool. So we had a year and a half to make this 10-minute demo, and now we have another year, year and a half to make a full game. 30 hours. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was, like I said, it was really interesting. Like, it's, it wasn't this, it wasn't this, like, Sony-produced everything is roses and was perfect and wonderful. Like, it yeah, wasn't a No Man's Sky follow-up? Eh, kind of, yeah. Mm. 
Um, let's see. Let me just skim through here. The Tales series has surpassed 20 million sales worldwide. So that's cool. Good for them. Um, as far as heavy-hitting Battle Royale games go, both PUBG and Fortnite are in millions of mobile devices. That leaves newcomer Apex Legends out in the cold. But that may not be the case for long, as EA revealed they're in advanced negotiations to bring the game to mobile platforms. Nice. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but I mean, good for expansion. I guess, yeah. Do you think they're trying to? You mean they're trying to do like a Fortnite kind of experience, uh, where you can play on your phone and your whatever device and your computer and your? I don't know. It literally just says advanced negotiations to bring it to mobile. I don't know what the scope of that is. All right. They didn't say. Um, <clears throat> uh, Platinum Games has uh, had some stumbles as of late, but they are now starting to self-publish their own titles because they're sick of making games for everyone else that they don't hold the, I the IP rights to. Yeah. And then they can't make sequels. So they actually have two of their own fully owned games in development right now. Um, Does Nintendo own the rights to Wonderful 101? It sounds that way. I know, and they're not doing anything with it. Remember when he, like, posted that... Very cryptic tweet. And it was, yeah, it was Wonderful 101 on Switch, and you and I both started losing our fucking minds. What, and, if, what if that's, like, a, a mic drop at this year's E3? I don't think that that would be their mic drop moment. Oh, no, I don't. I guess not. I well, mean, that would be a mic drop moment for you and me. Well, for the small and families, maybe yeah. for Omar, who I heard gasp when I mentioned Beautiful Joe. But yes, very I don't much think so. that. I don't think that that. I feel like that would just be like a, a, a you know another feature on a yeah. October Nintendo Direct where they need to burn time with a port. I just want to see. Animal I Crossing. just. I yes. I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. I would like to take a moment to publicly shame uh, Will for saying... For some blasphemy that I had in the For some chat blasphemy thread. that he said in our group thread yesterday where he said, unless it wows me, I'm not interested in Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah. And I missed that. For that, sir... I don't have any regrets here. I have to say, defend yourself or... Be banished. Just get out. Okay. Be banished. Did you play New Leaf? Yeah, I played New Leaf. It was alright. But, but it's so chill. Yeah, listen, I... There's nothing... Okay. There is nothing I have against this game. It's, like, it's got a great fan base. It's a very chill experience. I mean, it's that's fun. not what I heard in your comment. You know, cool, fun, go gather berries and things. Great. I'm, I'm not shitting on it. It's... If it makes you happy, play the game. Amazing. For me... I need something more than a time sink village management sim. <clears throat> I think that if wow. I'm going to be playing a game, I want it to have a story that develops. I want it to have uh, a narrative or it's sort of a level It's your story. Art. Yeah, I know. It's okay. I, I want it to be more engaging than run the town. And uh, there's nothing wrong with running the town. There's nothing wrong with playing a game where you can feel like you're part of a community. That's amazing. Like, I'm all about it. I am just not interested in that kind of gameplay. <laughs> I'm all about it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. <clears throat> can I have a moment to retort? Uh, yes. Here. 
<laughs> this is my well thought out and prepared <laughs> speech to defend against Will's blasphemy. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Let me pull it up here on my phone. <laughs> Dear Will, get fucked. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying you can't play it. You should play it. Play the game. Do whatever you want. I just, I don't, I'm telling you, I'm not going to buy it unless, like, Sarah says, that looks like fun. We should play that together or vice versa. Like, built-in two-player couch co-op. That would be an appeal to me, right? Built-in online um, anywhere support. That is an appeal to me. If I can visit you guys without, like, um worrying about infinite load screens or friend codes or whatever else that is an appeal right these are things that would bring it into the level of fun that new leaf necessarily didn't have um to keep me sort of anchored to the to the world of animal crossing don't get me wrong it's good it's just not it's not what i want as someone who spent at least 300 hours in new leaf i know oh. i just want to say <laughs> I'm not shaming you Who for it. Who are you, sir? It's just not what I'm looking for. I want to see what it looks like, but it's like I would prefer a new Pikmin over this. Is what I would say. Cool. That's that's um, only my that's my two cents. I think we should wrap it up here. What do you guys think? Yeah, it sounds good. Also, um, um, on, well, just on the platinum platinum games front, mm. they basically came out and there have been rumors going around that Astral Chain for the Switch that's coming out in August was based on source material for their canceled game Scalebound. Mm. And they've come out and have been like, nah, dog, that's just all in your brain. It has nothing to do with that. Um, yeah. I See, you said that Platinum has had some missteps. And like, yeah, they have. They made that shitty Ninja Turtles game and that well, shitty I mean, Transformers I did, I did, game. But I, they also... I, they I paraphrased. Made, I didn't read my whole thing. I said they, they've no denying that they had some stumbles, but when the developer makes a hit, it's pretty good. Yeah, like Nier is amazing. Oh, I didn't know yeah. they made Nier. They yeah, published Nier. They do oh. make good games. Uh, Astro Train looks really good. And I'm stoked to see whatever Bayonetta 3 is. I hope that it... Like, Bayonetta 2 was cool. It was like just more Bayonetta 1, but there's nothing wrong with that, but I think like for the third game, I think it maybe needs to take some sort of not change, but some sort of risk, you know, something something to get people's blood pumping. I don't know. I am excited for Astro Chain, though. That game looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. If it plays like the cutscenes that they've showed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, I but didn't they develop? Didn't they develop Star Fox Zero? Actually, <laughs> they did. Yeah, so fuck Platinum then. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, but that that was also under the strong. Yeah, that was like strong eye <laughs> of Nintendo, who was like, "You need to make this dual screen because that's what everyone wants." Miyamoto mm. woke up one day and was like, "Hey, what if you had not enough eyes to play a game? Make that." And they're exactly like, what happened. "And they're like, yeah. oh, okay." Yeah. And you have to do what Miyamoto says, otherwise a man shows up at your house and your family never hears from you again. That's pretty much exactly how that goes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> will. Yes. How about you take us out since you're going to see Pokemon movie? I am not, but um, that's, that's you guys me. are. Oh, just kidding. That's yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Homer. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our episode, um, episode 165. 
We've had a lot of ta fun talking about games. If you wanted to join in the conversation, there are a lot of good ways for you to do that. Um, we are sort of an open-facing group. We love to chat games all the time with each other and anybody else who will stop to listen to us. Um, you can do that by joining our Twitter group. Um, our, our, our Twitter handle is at Pixelrader. You can also follow our individual handles down in the description of every podcast episode. And you can follow uh, Omar at his Insta at Couple of Pops. Thanks for that. Uh, which is a Funko-focused, um, super awesome collection group. Um, mad respect on that. I, I do not have, have the patience to collect all those, but you've got a really awesome collection. It's, un, it's unseemly um, easy to collect all of this crap, actually. That's really <laughs> actually what the problem that. is. <laughs> Um, you can also join our discussion on our Discord. We have a public-facing Discord where a lot of people come together and just chat games and uh, some open channel threads for um, sort of looking for groups. If you want to play games with us, we're always around to do that. It's just a good community. Uh, a lot of fun people to hang out with, um, even during the workday, because we should be working, but we're not. We're in there talking games. Um, you can also email us at, at, uh, at podcast at pixelrader.com. And if you wanted to support our show, because we are a um, publicly funded group, I'll put it that way, we do not have advertisements that interrupt our cast or mar the browsing experience on pixelrader.com. You're we do welcome. It all. Uh, yes, you are welcome. Uh, we do it all because uh, we care about the quality of the content and we don't want to get in your face with ads that we don't believe in. Um, which means that we need your support to keep the show going. And the best way to do that is to... Um, Join our Patreon and become a monthly subscriber, patreon.com slash pixelrader. You can become a donor for as low as a dollar a month. Uh, very few people um, can pass on a dollar a month if you're looking at that cup of coffee or wanting to support a good quality podcast. It's a great way to do that. You can also, instead of sharing your money, you can share our show. You can uh, blast out our podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on Insta, and just share that you've enjoyed our show. That goes a long way towards letting other people know about I'd like us. to take a moment to talk about Casper mattresses, me undies, and whatever food box of the week <laughs> they'd like to I mean, we could go to that model, but yep. I feel like a lot of our listeners don't want us to do that. So if you want us to keep... If you want to keep us from talking about Casper mattresses and specific kinds of underwear that let us fart in public uh, without people hearing about it, you might want to go and join our, um, <laughs> our Patreon page. Mortgage Lender. You, you could also give us a nice review on iTunes. It does go a long way uh, towards helping us keep our show going. It makes us feel good, and it makes you feel good telling us that you liked what we did. Um, and if you wanted to go on our show and say that um, negative things about us, you know, maybe just don't. Maybe just say negative things part. about Will and his opinions on Animal Crossing. I, <laughs> yes. I fully endorse that. That is that I will accept. You can say negative things about me and my opinions for Animal Crossing. So I'm long all as it for you know, I'm all review. for like diversity in the gaming sphere and people having their own opinions. Not everybody likes everything, hmm. but hmm. if you don't like Animal Crossing, like straight get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. If you get, don't hashtag, have a 3ds, hashtag, what's wrong with you? Will. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, well. You've heard it here first. All inclusive cast, wow. all positivity included, except for Animal Crossing. A lot dislikes. of acceptance here. Yeah, sounds sounds like <laughs> sounds like it. Um, you can join us in all those places and more. And uh, yeah, we'll see you around the web, and we'll look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. And Will's um, interstitial is getting longer and longer. That's it, and it's it's just going to run out of interstitial music. I think you can loop thanks, the interstitial Will. music. I've done that at least I once. Think, uh, thanks, Will, because I don't know how to edit. Uh, it sounds like it. Yeah, <laughs> Photoshop, copy, cut and copy. You're right? going to Photoshop edit this together, yeah. and it's going to sound great. Photoshop edit. <clears throat> Uh, GG no re see y'all in the next app
Later, guys. Adios. <laughs> go see Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, go see Pokemon and let us know how that goes because I want to see if that movie's good. Hopefully, we catch them all except for bed bugs. I'll let oh, you know by God. this afternoon. Why? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, go you downtown. don't have that problem, though. It's too real, dude. I had. I've had bed bugs. You do not want bed bugs. I don't know. Absolutely not. We're going to see it at the Alamo. Wait, which theater downtown did you get bed bugs from? Well, Forty Second no, Street get... AMC had bed bugs for a long time. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's I did not get them the from there. Square one? Yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh, I don't go to that one. I I, I do went to now. that one once. I do now because they are the only ones in the city that really have. Well, one of the few in the city that have the Dolby stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but so does like the sound from the Dolby exterminate the bed bugs? No, or, they exterminate the bed works. bugs already. This was they like years the brown ago. note, and then it everyone you know shits in the theater. This so. was like over two years ago. Now at this point. You have to clean it out after. All right, guys. See you next week for episode 166. <laughs> Later. Shit's in the theater. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs>